where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Man, is it ever great to be here. It sure is. Minute 179 of the movie Titanic. In this 16 minute, minutes to go. That's right. In this minute, Ooh, we are boy. back in the present. The Keldish. The Keldish. There we go. Um, good memory, Duff. It was many years ago. It was we like last 10 years ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Rose is telling about how there were 20 boats. Old Rose is telling about how there are 20 boats nearby, but only one came back. And that uh, six were saved from the water. So I was curious. How true is this? The answer is pretty true. Uh, there's a lot of dispute around these numbers because they're hard to figure out. Part of it is that a lot of men, weirdly, said that they were pulled from the water, but that also could be men who had gone into lifeboats, and this is like avoiding the stigma of being in lifeboats. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were around so like guys who were totally dry, like oh yeah, I was in the water. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, or I mean, even if they weren't, you know, enough in this time, you'd probably have enough people that would be like, yeah, that's fine, you're rich. Um, that said, there were around eight, uh, 44 to 48 people who claimed, these are like passengers and crew, who have claimed to have been saved in the water. And there are about 79 passengers and crew that have said they were in contact with water at some point. So maybe they weren't pulled out of the water, but they were in the water at some point until getting out of the water. We know that uh, Lifeboat 4 picked up eight people, two of which died. So that's your six. Lifeboat 14, which I believe is Officer Lowe's boat, um, picked up three or four people, one of whom may have died. And then you had the collapsibles. You have collapsible A that had around 11 to 14 people, but those numbers vary a lot. And then you had collapsible B, which was the boat that had flipped over and apparently had like 25 to 35 people on there, which seems crazy that there would be like 25 to 35 men like standing on an overturned boat. And like you know, being able to, and Lytoler was one of the guys on that one. So we don't know. Her numbers seem fine. You know, these James Cameron numbers, but it's, there's a lot of dispute over, you know, what it actually is. I I guess I can see why it would be difficult to know for sure. Yeah. Um, Plus like, I'm, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure some people lied intentionally. Some, you know, some people, it was dark people didn't know what was going on it was just hard to get everything together oh yeah yeah and plus like at the time you're just saving lives uh on the uh on the carpathia you don't really you're probably not taking stock of too much stuff at that point letting people warm up before you get their stories um so back back on the keldish here uh everyone on the crew is in tears it's dusty it's dusty um they just watched et <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we have uh, even even Lewis, that stalwart, even him. He's got a tear down that. Strong down men that, also cry. Yes, down that bearded cheek of his. 
Um, old Rose, I should just call her Rose, uh, talks about how everyone in the boats got to wait. She kind of says this line, wait to die, wait to live, wait for an absolution that would never come. I've never liked this line, guys. I was going to say... Yeah, it's terrible. I, I, This is a contender for worst line. It's a, it's a weak seed. It's not going to win, I don't think. But yeah. no one talks this way. No. This, this no. is an alien These are her came notes down. on her PowerPoint. <laughs> this is an alien came down. It's like, hello, fellow humans. What about this absolution? <laughs> it's all, It sounds like somebody who wasn't actually there, and they prepared all their words ahead of time to talk about it. Yeah. It, you know, it kind of does. I feel like... It I, sounds I feel very like academic. I, I feel like it's silly how we, like, keep bringing it up to some extent. But, like, it's such a weird line. And, like, I think it's harsh, too. Wait for an absolution that would never come. Like, not every... Like, because right when she says that, we then cut and we see Ismay on the boat. Like, yeah, he's bad. But there's plenty of people on those lifeboats. And we've talked about this already that, like, you know if they would have came back to water with 1500 people in, it wouldn't have worked out very well. Yeah. There's tons of people in there that were probably like saying, we need to go back. I don't know. Just the blatant statement of guilt on all those people. Yes. Is all these survivors, all these survivors of this wreck. Like you survived Rose. Apparently you could have uh, gone down to the water and let Jack up onto the boat or onto the door. Excuse me. I mean, like, (laughs) Yeah. Instead, you just laid on that boat when they. And I'm not blaming her for doing that, and obviously that's the way Jack wanted it. But that's the point: is I'm an adult, so I'm not going to yell at her about that. But she obviously isn't. She's transcend. She's like a transcended adulthood and gone back into infancy. She's got the life force. Yep. Yeah, I guess she's like the star baby in 2001 now, (laughs) just an all-knowing, all-powerful being. Yeah, I I remember the first time. I saw this, uh, like, I didn't know what that word meant. And so at first I thought she, I'm like, what? I didn't get that it's a condemnation of the people in the boats. I'm like, that's kind of a weird thing to bring up at this moment. Uh, It's not really the point of the story. No. Uh, Yeah. And and we're going to, we're going to see, you know, once we go back to 1997, a James Cameron's faults are really glaring. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, once you go back to Carpathia and we see all these survivors, like the thing that doesn't go in my head is like, oh man, these people are all guilty. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I'm, you know, like, it, like it's not it's, Nuremberg. They weren't like helping the Nazis or something. It's not. Yeah. It, and also, well, this is sort of a preview a little bit for tomorrow, but there's a pretty long deleted scene we're going to talk about. And part of it is you see these women, mostly women, uh, on the Carpathia, like, waiting for more lifeboats to come in to be like, did my husband survive? Am I going to see my husband? Is he one of the people on these boats? And I just, it just, it, it just it hits me the wrong way that she uses that term. I think I, that it's, I think that the line about only one boat came back is okay. But yeah, then the thing about absolution is yeah. a, a weirdly worded, weird sentiment. Yeah, I like I like Rose. Old Rose can go jump in a lake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so we do see Ismay uh, on the lifeboat, which he's the only guy, and then we see Cal at the right at the end of this minute. It's the only guy that fine. It's fine. You could show it that it works that line. Everyone else, it doesn't. Uh, Bruce Ismay, I don't think we've talked about how he died. Have we discussed that? 
I don't Not remember. Sure. I know I that he lived in shame. He did. That's that's exactly. He lived the to be best 74. way to live. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to live. Uh, at the age of 74, he died, but he never made any public statements about Titanic. He resigned a year later from the White Star Line, his chair from the White Star Line. A year? Yeah. Not right away, a year later. If and Twitter he, would have been around, he would have had to resign a lot sooner. Yeah. He just uh, decided to see if the whole thing blew over. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and he died a rich recluse. Like, he just kind of, like, Just in pissing shame. into jars. Yeah. yeah so Howard Hughes style. Like. Just... <laughs> just uh stopped being in the public limelight lived in a lot of shame felt awful about what happened still had a lot of money and didn't go to prison though yeah yeah it sounds awful yeah um, just stuck inside your mansion with all of your wants and needs and desires taken care of it sounds awful speaking of uh from a recluse to a wreck joe oh <laughs> it's wreck of the week <laughs> Is this, oh, hold on. Is this sponsored by Sam Kennison? The state of Sam Kennison present the wreck of the week. All right. All right. We Let's should go. also start doing recluse of the week. <laughs> oh, we don't have much time left, but I would really enjoy that, actually. Maybe for our next project. All right. <laughs> Considering the success of Footloose, how has there never been a movie called Recluse? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Oh my God. A recluse is, is defined as a person who lives a solitary life and tends to avoid other people. Oh, it's you. The life of the podcaster. <laughs> they tend to um, focus on posting <laughs> and pizza delivery. They, Only if you can they, order online. They yep. constantly remind you that they are not mad. They are not owned. <laughs> no. As they become a the, cop. They believe in the three P's. Pizza, posting, and the patriarch. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, did that you just come up with that? that that's, <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm very that's proud of it. That's pretty good. Uh, that, that would be that's, – that's good. Dang it. <laughs> okay. Um, last week was pretty rough, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, they're all rough. Yeah. Yeah, like but the, particularly – Yeah, the, the women and children dying in the – was it the Hudson? Uh, from the yeah. – from the, no. The Not North the Hudson. Hudson. East River. The, East River, East River. Yeah. from uh, yeah within sight of people from shore yeah that's bad yeah. so um i kept that in mind for this one so can i you guys um you aren't dug into the the batter's box too deep are you because i'm about to throw a curveball at you mm-hmm. train wreck mm. no it's a place Ooh. okay chernobyl bermuda triangle <laughs> no uh, I thought I'd keep with what the people like, and that's uh, some references or some knowledge about the Midwest. Okay. So I've picked a famous shipwreck place from the Midwestern United States. Death's Door. Mm-hmm. So uh, those of you listening at home uh, with access to an uh, Internet device, uh, you can point your browsers uh, to the uh, Door County Peninsula in Wisconsin. Uh, it, northeast of Green Bay. That's where Beautiful we are. Area. So between Door County and Washington Island in Wisconsin, which absolutely is is gorgeous and uh, deservedly a famous tourist destination, in Wisconsin. And that's going to get some people, some listeners, mad at me talking about how Door County is lame, and they're wrong. Door County is awesome, and I'll fight. Rob, will you? F- well, have you been there? 
Uh, I have not. I I'm think. Gonna, uh, will I'm you still fight? I, no, I, I'm sorry. I have been. I have been there. I have been there. It's very nice. Um, I'm going to be there for a wedding in September. Yep, it's very nice. Oh, really? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's awesome. You're going to uh, Sturgeon Bay. Okay. Yeah, but that's. There's, yeah, that's. I would recommend hopping in the car and, and driving farther north than that to check it check it out a little bit more. There's but Sturgeon Bay is going to come into the story later. No room for Jack at Door County, though. Only Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Jack could have fed County. <laughs> that's the, that's the place. Okay, so why does it matter? What's what's with this area? Yeah. Well, Death's Door is sort of a passageway between this island, and there's a lot of smaller islands between this, but between the sort of the peninsula, Washington Island, which is somewhat large, I guess you could say, and then a bunch of smaller islands mixed in there in between them, and it's the quickest way to get from Green Bay, the city, uh, to. Uh, to like michigan so all kinds of shipments from uh going across lake michigan to green bay and vice versa or from green bay down south to milwaukee or chicago uh they the fastest way was to go through death's door so let's start by coming up with where it got the name from yeah so there's been this great legend for for a long time about a tribe of uh potawatomi indians that are that came from the islands north of Door County to attack the Winnebago Indians who were on the mainland. And there's, I mean, this is basically, you can only call it legend because there's um, so many stories and we don't really know for sure. But supposedly as these um, warriors left on their canoes, uh, the waters were calm, everything was fine. And then all of a sudden as they went out there, they uh the weather turned bad suddenly coming out of nowhere and if you look at the research of the wrecks in death story you'll see this is a pretty frequent occurrence and, and actually a frequent occurrence for all the wrecks in lake michigan of which there are many uh they their canoes capsized and they're trapped just in an absolute onslaught of awful weather uh and they kind of took shelter near uh ellison bay meanwhile Winnebago warriors were also sent to attack the villages of the Potawatomi on those islands, and they got caught up in the in dangerous waters as well. They were never heard from again. Hmm. So supposedly hundreds of uh, Native American warriors died during this incident. So this story sort of lingered and lived on, and eventually when the French came to uh, northeastern Wisconsin, they sort of caught wind of this legend and then called it... uh, uh, what would be translated as basically as death's door. Hmm. And there are some people who say the French just sort of made this up because they wanted to keep the English away from that area. So they called it uh, death's door uh, to sort of make it seem more dangerous than it really was. But uh, you know, who knows what their actual intent was. But the point is um, that's where the story begins. Uh, how did it, the reason why I don't think they like totally made it up and obviously didn't exaggerate how dangerous it was is because uh, between 1837 and 1914, which I admit is kind of a long time, but 24 vessels sank at Death's Door during that time period. Okay. That's a lot, I would say. So that's 1914 to 1837. Yeah, so about 80 years. So about one every three years or so. Yeah, something like that. Okay. And which that's a lot. And I, and I don't know what kind of traffic you'd see going through there, but considering like any other sort of area of that size um, in the, the Great Lakes region, I highly doubt any of them had that kind of level of, of danger. 
Sure. Also near Death's Door, so within, you know, technically not in it, but in that region, 40 other vessels in nearby waters also sank. So it's a pretty dangerous area to uh, to sail through. And on top of that, hundreds and hundreds, we don't have an accurate count on this one, but hundreds of other ships were damaged, either just like ran aground or crashed into rocks or uh, were damaged even severely enough where they sank, but they were able to be salvaged and refloated. So they don't count that in those numbers. So there's hundreds of more boats that, that suffered serious, serious damage, but they were able to repair them and get them going again. So the 24 and 40 only count for, for uh, ships that were sunk and were unable to be salvaged and refloated. So uh, so why was it dangerous? Well, first of all, there's a lot of rocky shores there. And for a while, there's sort of a limited number of lighthouses on these smaller islands and then on Washington Island and, and the sort of the point of that Door County Peninsula itself. Uh, and gradually over the course of the 19th century, they added new additional or better lighthouses, and that made it a lot safer. Sure. But another reason why it declined is uh, they dug a canal through Sturgeon Bay. Oh. So they dug this canal through Sturgeon Bay, and that shortened the route ships had to take uh, f- from Green Bay into Lake Michigan by 100 miles. So that's another argument in favor of the danger of Death Store. Obviously, it was enough of a factor that they were going to dig an entire canal <laughs> through Sturgeon Bay. Sure. And that canal remains to this day. Some ships still will go through Death Store, so they don't have to pay, you know, the fees to go through the canal. But Tug fees? The canal's pretty... Yeah, uh, that's part of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so why, uh, in addition to the sort of the lack of, uh, you know, there wasn't as many lighthouses as there should have been for a while. There's also very rocky shores and, and shoals uh, in there. And also the current and the wind were really tough to predict. Like, so if you look at the literature of the time, it would say that the wind, the current will go with the wind. But sometimes the current will go against the wind. <laughs> so the waters are swirling, and it was really, really difficult, and the weather was very, very unpredictable. So um, it became a sort of notorious as one of, the, one of, if not the most dangerous places to uh, sail in, uh, in Lake Michigan and in the Great Lakes at large. So... Uh, those of you who are interested in shipwrecks, as you can tell I am, if you have, uh, if you're a, into diving, that's actually kind of a big thing along, uh, at least I know for sure the Wisconsin side of the Lake Michigan shore, I would imagine probably the Michigan side too, uh, diving to check out these shipwrecks. And a lot of uh, sort of the most famous shipwrecks in uh, the, sort of the Wisconsin side of Lake Michigan, you can find in Death Store and surrounding regions. And there's even a few wrecks around that area that you can see from land where you can see a little bit of evidence because it's sunk in such shallow water. It's like pretty a, cool. Like a like an old like wooden boat with like the mast coming Like there's the just water? a couple where like 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 mast lines you can say like some of them are sunk in, in water that's like less than ten feet deep. So maybe you wouldn't be able to see it from land, but if you floated above it um yeah. a boat maybe you could see oh. it. I mean obviously the vast majority of them you, you gotta dive. But yeah. I, there are a lot of people that that will um, dive. And actually some of the, the more famous wrecks have been vandalized by divers over the years until they've kind of done more work to preserve these, like people going and taking their... In fact, well, the wreck I read, I thought about just doing one wreck here and then I was reading more about it. It was a boat, uh, its home port was Duluth, which mm. I didn't, wasn't that just mentioned in this podcast? Yeah. Yeah, you, Rob, you did. Yeah. Um, and that one, that wreck has been kind of, there's still a lot there, but it, a lot of its hull has been taken by divers, and they take pieces of it away for souvenirs. 
people trying to get that steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. So these are mainly merchant and shipping vessels. Yeah, the vast they're shipping things like coal or timber, or iron ore. Yep. That those those are the 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 uh, cargo hold the the in the from what I I read maybe about six or seven of these and, and most of them it seemed like it was they're taking iron ore, timber, taconite. So but that's kind of like iron ore, just yeah. Hmm. So, uh, but with that said from i i try, I've tried to read as many articles as i could and the, the the number that popped out most for me and i i'm shocked by this and i i kind of have a hard time believing it but other than the, the the that sort of legend about the native american warriors where obviously there's supposedly hundreds of casualties and all those wrecks in the 19th and early 20th century zero casualties what huh. yeah so um so because of their the sort of rescue efforts of uh, from towns along Door County and Green Bay area and stuff. If when there was a wreck, even in bad weather, they are always able. To, it seems, at least, to get out there in time to save everyone that was aboard. And uh, and and from what I read, as far as they know, no casualties in all listen, these wrecks. That's that's the ultimate difference between the Midwest and the coasts. Last week, <laughs> yeah. we heard what happened in New York City. New York City. When there was a wreck, and here we have just seventy plus years of wrecks, everyone's fine. <laughs> yep. We're, they're probably really passive aggressive when they saved them, though, right, Duff? Yeah. Yep. They're probably like, "Well, you know, I'm really glad that you're okay. I mean, I, it was dinner time and everything, but but I don't mind. It's fine." You used a lot of coded racism. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if any of our listeners want to travel through Death Store, you can. Uh, you're not really going through it sort of from Green Bay into Lake Michigan, but you're going along it from Door County up to Washington Island. You can take the uh, Washington I- Island ferry line to visit uh, Washington Island, which I've, I've, I've been to Door County. I've never been to Washington Island, but I'm told it's very neat to go to. It's where the step-by-step, right? Uh, is it? Uh, isn't step-by-step uh, the show take place in Washington Island? No, it takes place in Port Washington. Oh, oh Port Washington. Is that a real place? Sorry. Yeah. Poor Washington Poor is Washington a real place. Real it's place. a, it's like, um, I would guess, forty-five minutes to an hour north of Milwaukee. It's not on Washington Island. Yeah, I'm sorry. Washington sorry. Island, there's like rules about how many cars can be on the island, all sorts of stuff like that. I, th- at least I think there is. Um, I might a lot be of mixing that up with a different County. island. Yeah, and most of most of them, I, they're cool. Like you, you go through Door uh, Door County. There's no chains. Like you're not going to see a Chili's or an Applebee's or anything like that. Yeah. Or maybe they own like the hotels and bed and breakfasts, but they don't put their names on them. I don't know, but it's a pretty it's cool place. Nice. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, our wreck of the week is is now is a wreck a wreck location, mm-hmm. uh, Death Store. Check it out. Speaking of Death Store. You should pour yourself a glass of Death Store's gin. Yes, it's really good. I, I meant to. I had that written down. I forgot to mention it. Yeah, head on it over to It is good. Yeah. Pour yourself a glass. Head on over to titanicminute.com/newsletter. Sign up for Sinking Feeling, which is appropriately named for the wreck of the week episode. The legends about the Native Americans or whatnot with this wreck of the week, it sounded like the plot of The Fog. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of does. does. Uh, can we all we can say the Midnight Boys support the Fog as uh, co-signed as a good movie, the original, the original, the original. Yep. 
Yeah, I don't like it as much as you guys, but I like I do like it definitely. I I think it's one of the best examples I've seen of a ghost story on screen. Just a a tight, yes. not it's not deep, but it's just fun. It's it's, fun. There's ghosts, Spooky. ghost pirates. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter, stuff. John Carpenter goodness. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right, guys, we good? We good for minute one seventy nine? Yeah, we're good. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with minute 180 when we hit the three-hour mark. Boom. Three hours. Let's go.